0: Welcome, welcome, everyone. I'm so happy you could join us today. You know, we have done a lot with kiddos that have extracurricular activities, right? Amanda was a coach for the VIP, the soccer league, the eight. A Y O C, what is it? A Y O C thank you. <laughs> and you know, we have a lot of clients that are in extracurricular activities and, and our realm is really, you know, the little, little kids. And I know, Amanda, you got into that like way early. Yeah. I had found out, I think it was like only a
1: year out of law school and I needed like a hobby or something to do outside. And I played soccer all my life. And so I found out about the VIP program, I think from a client of mine. Okay. And I was like, I wonder like if they need coaches. And so I reached out my local division and was like, Hey, I heard you have a VIP program. Like you need coaches and they happen to need one. So I got into it and I, I think I coached for like 10 seasons. It yeah. was so much fun. Yeah. I think this is one of those like sports is for any kids an mm-hmm. opportunity for them to have fun, but also learn. I mean, it is a learning environment. So it, it is a, a way for kids to learn kind of outside the classroom. So that's one thing that like I always saw with the program is that it's like an opportunity for them
0: to not just hang out with other kids, but also and we, we always encourage it because if they can be directed to do one to two step instructions. And the IEP goal is that they're working on that. And it's like, wait, 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 we have some outside you know, information. We always encourage parents to invite the coaches if they can, or just get a written statement from them because a lot of those skills are transferable. Yeah, and most I just of them think- are transferable. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And today we have Melissa Corey Sorry. with us. No, no, you're totally fine. I'm so happy you, <laughs> <didn't> <laughs> get it. you are from the spirit league. And uh, you know why I wanted to have you guys on is because yes, there's the, the children, but you also have the adult aspect. So anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. Melissa, can you please give everybody a quick background of who you are and how you came to the spirit league?
2: Absolutely. My name is Melissa Corey, and my professional background is as an occupational therapist. And I have four children. My youngest son, who is now 27, was diagnosed on the autism spectrum. Mm. And he got involved in Spirit League when he was 12, so 2007. Mm. Oh, wow. It started in 2004 with four families looking for an opportunity for sports for their family. Mm-hmm. On a side note, two of those founding families, their uh, son and daughter are now engaged.
0: Oh my God. Oh,
2: <laughs> I love that. So that's exciting. They're probably, let's see, Jordan and Emily are probably close to 30 now. Oh my God. When I started with Spirit League in 2007, we had about, we averaged about 45 athletes per season. So oh, we're wow. three sports. league. Mm -hmm. So we do soccer, basketball, Mm -hmm. and baseball. Mm -hmm. Right now, our soccer is starting its second week this Saturday. Mm -hmm. We have about 115 athletes. And unfortunately, we have a waiting list. Right. right, I bet. Good news, bad news. Right, Our most popular sport is certainly basketball. Mm -hmm. We run about 250 athletes in that. And these are ages six, Soccer at six to 22 and baseball and basketball. We also include the adult league. So the adult league is ages 19 through 30 or 18 through 30. So they're doing volleyball, sand beach volleyball, basketball, and bowling.
1: Uh, That's so awesome. I love that you guys go up to those ages because you know when I coached VIP, we primarily only had the little kids. And like we would occasionally get a high schooler, a middle schooler mm-hmm. asking to join and we just didn't have any peers for them because it was like we would accept them for sure, but we'd have to tell them look, majority of our kids are mm-hmm. five to 10. Like right. we had a couple that came and were our like helped out like were like our buddies. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had high school students that were our buddies. But you know, that's one of those things where you know when general education students get to middle school, high school, they're joining their school teams. But for the most part, that's not always possible for kids absolutely you kids know, a learning challenge. About
2: fourth grade is when it gets to be really difficult. Yeah. And we're going to 22, which is kind of what the school district goes to. And we kind of stopped at that. But then my son got older and I'm like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm seeing that. Right. A uh, need. Just- need. And a lot of these athletes struggle with their weight, some because of the medications they're on and the inactivity. So this was super important. And we had, I believe, 29 or 30 playing volleyball with the adult league this year. And we are getting calls all the time. Right now we go to 30, but like I said, my son just turned 27. So I'll be pushing for it to go farther.
0: after that. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And Um, we
1: I mean, interest in sports doesn't go away when you become 18. I mean, how many adult leagues do we have out there for volleyball and even like, you know, all kinds of sports out there from hockey to basketball that I think it is so important to have extracurricular activities, especially for our kiddos once they get older, because they may not have as many opportunities for. They definitely don't. Men. There's
2: no may about it. They definitely don't. Yeah. And I am very into sports myself, very competitive, all of that. But I will tell you, this is so not about the sport. Yeah. The sport is the right. way to achieve so many life skills, right. whether mm-hmm. they are six mm-hmm. and it's hurting cats or whether they're 27. And a lot of kids, especially those on the autism spectrum, need a lot of repetition. And Mm -hmm. it takes them a lot of time to integrate what they learn Mm -hmm. into daily life. Mm -hmm. And they don't take a lesson they learned over here and apply it over there. So we are providing a safe opportunity, not only for them, but their families. And oftentimes the younger kids, those families, you know, there's, there's different personalities for each age group of mm-hmm. parents, they're still younger kids, are still going through the process, or are coming to terms with a the diagnosis, they're, mm-hmm. they're hitting roadblocks. And we often say, if your child has a meltdown, it's going to be my child next week. Mm-hmm. This is the yeah. place to do it. It's yeah. safe, you're not going to have judgment, you don't have to worry about anything, because we all get it. And so we're providing the community for the athletes, but especially for the family. And the older my son gets, the more I see the importance of that. And little things that you and I don't think of with neurotypical kids, having a different coach personality. You know, oh, I really want to be with, with Coach Andy. He's the fun one. Mm-hmm. that's great. But you might need to be with coach Robert who mm-hmm. maybe uses a little louder voice, because when you get older and you go to work, you're going to be dealing with different yeah. personalities and coach, yeah. and you it takes time to process this. I think there's so many unexpected, phenomenal consequences of what we've done. One though, is getting dads involved because mm. Think about it, how when they're little, especially, and they're going to social skills or they're going to play dates or preschools or whatever, it's the moms.
0: Mom, yeah.
2: And it's hard for the dads, and especially if the dad is an athlete himself Mm -hmm. and really had that hope and dream of having a, a child as an athlete. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many times I've talked to parents and grandparents on the field that are like. I never thought I'd see this For this, mm-hmm. just, you know, right. I, I mean, want
0: to cry. The sense of community, you hit it out of the park. We were meant to raise our children in a village aspect, right? It takes a village, you know, it absolutely and does with this. Yes. Exactly. And you have provided the vehicle for that. And like you said, it's so beyond the sport, right? It is the vehicle and it is the opportunity. It is the place where your grandparents can come, where you can be that cheerleader, where the parents are, where the siblings are, right? And it just, it's like, that's why I was so excited to have you guys on because I mean, you've been around for quite some time. And I was like, why am I just hearing about this? Right. And we are in the realm of special education. (laughs) Like we pride ourselves on knowing, you know, and it's just like, oh my gosh, how... How did this fly under the radar? And so, you know, we wanted to, to be sure to, to share it with our listeners. And, you know, if they have, you know, in their neck of the woods wanting to start something like this, right? Like I, there are models out there.
2: There um, are models out there. There are a lot of models, you know, Special yeah. Olympics yep. is, is one model. We're one model. Yep. VIP with AYSO is another yeah. model. And we have families that have tried all of those. And they may go into baseball with the Niffert League and then come back to us right. for soccer. I don't care how they do it. I just mm-hmm. want them to do it. It's yeah. so, it, again, and it's so important, not for the just for the kids. The kids is great and we see so much progression. And you know, it's funny when the kids move up to our older division, 14 to 18, you know, 20 year olds. A lot of the parents are like very nervous. Those are the big kids. Yeah, And then they get there and it's the best division because the families are accepting. This is what I have. And they're excited for it. The kids have been playing for years. They're very Mm -hmm. accepting. Mm -hmm. It's just fun. And I remember watching a new athlete come in. He was 15 and he was so nervous. He'd never played any sport. And I took him and I introduced him to a couple of the other kids who played for years, mm-hmm. shook their hand. Hey, how are you doing? And immediately he was right in there. And the father was like, I can't believe I'd ever see him throw a yeah. ball or catch a ball. So it's really a special place. I've got a, a lot of warm feelings for it. Obviously I've been involved with it for years and to see the growth and the community of families is really- yeah really what yeah. I just yeah
1: I always love that too Is seeing the growth the kids made not just the athletic growth but not just okay we went from one day not being able to kick the ball to now we're kicking like so far but also just the camaraderie between the kids oh,
2: mm-hmm. we've, so, we've gone from the first day where we we can't get them out of the parking lot
1: yeah absolutely like we're, yeah. We're, yeah.
2: We're one stuff. child in basketball who hit under the registration table for about yeah. the first four yeah. weeks now yeah. he plays every sport comes yeah, all
1: wow. the time mm-hmm. so it's you know that would even like social skills like mm-hmm. never made a friend couldn't mm-hmm. relate the name of any peer to their parents to mm-hmm. all of a sudden the minute they get to practice they're running towards their friends saying their name
2: yeah. it's, going to birthday parties it, yes exactly yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes. getting mm-hmm. invited to a birthday party yes mm-hmm. and even of, just like
1: mm-hmm. having those team parties too it's that thing that a lot of kids see their peers doing, or they see on TV and it's like, we wanna be able to participate. So that idea of inclusivity and bringing mm-hmm. kids into mm-hmm. the same communities, it's so important. So important, so very important. And
2: when you talk about meeting friends, it doesn't stop when they're little. My right. son just met a new friend. He's the gentleman's 24 and his gra- he lives with his grandmother and his grandmother's yeah. like, he hasn't had a friend like this in ever. ever. I just can't believe it. They're right. going to the movies and they're doing right. things socially and right. they still need that. And mm-hmm. it actually gets harder after 22 because it yeah. stops. And mm-hmm. a lot of these kids you know, don't drive or they live in different right. places and they can't get together like they used to. Right. So while I love what it does for the young kids, and I'm in that phrase of, I'm really pushing The adults, because I see how much is needed for them, and oh, absolutely fabulous!
0: Yeah, and that, and you know, when I had first kind of gotten to know you and that is what, you know, like really attracted me to wind you guys on because, you know, we work in three to 22 and, you know, regional center can take over and it's like, but not everybody's there. But, and so it's really trying to find, like, what is this next chapter? And for us to be able to like introduce you to so many people, because they might not even think that there's anything after, right? If all they, their information- They need yeah. to. They need to, yeah. exactly exactly yes. right, exactly right, because we are, you know, the child and then adult doesn't just stop living when no. school starts. And
2: a side note, outside of helping with Spiritly, I do a lot with the Orange County Regional Center and transition mm-hmm. and employment and housing, Absolutely. and so there's a real need and a real, we need to get a lot, you know, everybody that was diagnosed in the 90s is in their 20s now. Wow. And of course, COVID wow. hit, and, you know, that right. added all those other, right. but, and it's what now one in 44 they're saying are diagnosed with autism. Right. Now right. we are not just a league for autism. We right. have a lot of kids with down syndrome and some CP and other epilepsy, different needs. Yeah, But definitely the highest percentage is, is on the autism spectrum.
0: It's on the autism spectrum. Melissa, how can someone join? How can they find more information if they want to volunteer or if they have a kiddo themselves? Or Well, them I've themselves? already got
2: Amanda signed up to coach. Ah. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a website,
2: spiritleague.org. And if you want to learn more about the sports best thing to do is to get on the mailing list and we send out, you know, when the next registration's opening and we have to really stress how important it is to register as soon as possible because, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, you know, we wish we didn't have to, but we do provide scholarships. We try and scholarship for 15% of our athletes. We don't ask any questions. You know, it's yeah. you don't have to prove, yeah. just let us know, and we do everything we can. We write for grants and all that towards that. Come and watch. Just yeah. if you're not Be sure, a fan. come yeah. down. And, yeah. and we only are on Saturdays. So we don't do a practice like the neurotypical league does on a Tuesday and a different game time every day. You have the same game time mm-hmm. and the same practice. So mm-hmm. for. Examples: an hour and a half. We do 45 minutes of social skills and skills training, and then move into the game. And as the season progresses, they play longer game. But we've had a lot of people just show up and just come with their child, see if they think it's a fit. And there's always staff available to talk, board members available to talk. Melanie's there, I'm there. You know, we're easy to find. A, and we do like to
0: chat. So, uh, absolutely. No, I mean, you know, I think it's also important, you know, I, I'm sure some parents are like, Oh God, another thing. Right. Yes. And it, it really, you know, just you even explaining, Hey, it's Saturdays. We get it. You have to go to ABA. You have to go to speech. You have to go to OT like during the week. Like, absolutely. And yes, we know that your weekends are sacred, but this is something fun. And it's, I Make don't mean to say purpose too. Yes, exactly. Yes. It's two in one. And I think you'll see so and we much really, more. Our
2: league really pushes, not pushes, but we work towards independence for the athletes. Mm-hmm. So our, our goal is to allow the parents to sit and chat with other parents on the sideline and line all the water bottles up and get them to learn to listen to the coach and go get their own water bottle, not run back to mom. Those mm-hmm. are all skills we're working mm-hmm. on, that independence. Yeah. We are a no drop-off league. We do require parents
0: to be there. Mm-hmm. But I think that's for the benefit of the family. And the oh, absolutely. It's the community building. Oh, 100%, because then you're kind of in this moment. And you can make those connections. And that's what I think is so amazing. And I know when I talk to Melanie, we'll we'll also be part of. I think you guys have like a basketball in May. You have like a basketball-a-thon. You a
2: shoot-athon.
0: So we'll be there and we'll probably have you guys back on to talk more about that. But I just wanted to end on and I'm sure you have so many. Do you have just like a feel-good story about one of the kiddos or adults or even your own? I mean, you've already shared so much, like the two that are engaged, but do you have another story for us about um,
2: this? I think just the inclusion and we have seen, my son actually went from being a player to being a team mentor to assistant coaching. Wow. And it's just those skills that are are just so, again, transferable to life yep. yes. and they mean so much. And he just met his first, his new girlfriend at spirit league, you know? So yeah. I mean, that, I guess that's good for him. It adds drama for me, but it's, <laughs> it's good for him. But I just think seeing the families and the grandparents and just the unbelieving that their child is out there doing this mm-hmm. no matter the mm-hmm. skill. And we mm-hmm. have athletes that are are really good athletes. They yeah. don't have the social skills and wow. we have athletes that are are not very good, or perhaps nonverbal. And they all do beautifully together. And Well, I I love
1: that so much. So, I mean, for our listeners who are local to Orange County and are, you know, starting the school year thinking, how can I get more social skills? This is a great opportunity. So we hope you check them out. We'll have all the information in your show notes. And Thank you so much for
2: being My here. My pleasure. With us. Thank you for uh, having us.
1: <laughs> we will talk to you guys all next week. All
2: right. Thanks Thank you so much. Thank Bye-bye. You. Have a good Bye. day. You too.